Welcome to Rover Says, the podcast where we share stories about the weird and wonderful things animals say when they open up to pet psychics. I'm your host, Nancy Aziz. If you wouldn't mind telling me just how you came to the decision to work with an animal communicator. Yeah, so a friend of mine had worked with Allie before. Um, they, they had a bit of problems with their horse and they thought it was like so informative. My horse is definitely more of an open book, but I was just interested in know what was knowing what was happening in his mind. Um, so I had Allie come in and do a session with him and it was like interesting and it was really cool. That's Michaela Brabant talking about the first time she had an animal communicator work with her horse Cordofino. The animal communicator is Allie Hedden, who also performs energy healing on animals. Michaela had Hedden back when Cordofino started having bouts of colic. That's abdominal pain in horses that can be caused by a number of things and it can kill them. We started, started experiencing um, some colics every six months or so with him, um, which eventually led to a colic surgery, um, which is quite a, a major major procedure. Um, so after that, I we were looking for answers. I wanted to know why he was colicking and you know how I could prevent it. Um, so I called Allie because I was I was kind of at a dead dead end. I didn't really know what to do. And I was like, well, this can't, this can't hurt anything. So let's give it a shot. Michaela says she saw amazing results. She continues to work with head in every few months and says Cordofino hasn't colic since she started working with her. This January, Michaela noticed an issue with the family's beloved dog, Abby, a 15 year old beagle German shepherd cross. Um, we noticed when we were taking her for a walk this winter um, that there was some blood in her urine. Um, and she's 15 this year, so um, that's, you know, it was a bit of a red flag. So we took her to the vet and um, they ultrasounded her and they found a tumor about the size of a fist in her bladder. She's a medium sized dog, so it's quite large for her. And so they told us she probably had a matter of weeks or maybe a few months. Um, to live. So that's that's kind of when we we wanted to talk to Allie and bring her in to get an, an understanding of how Abby thinks her life has been and maybe get some added benefits of the healing as well as just peace of mind from knowing how she's feeling and we don't want her to be in pain. So just just really knowing where she's at now and how she feels about everything in her past really. The first session was maybe in February, early February. And it was actually a phone session, a remote session. It was, it was crazy for my, my brother and my mom who have never really experienced it before. So that was kind of their, their first experience. And we hadn't told Allie anything about her situation and they were pretty blown away by how accurate everything she said was. Like what? Oh, like she knew, uh, like right away, she said her bladder is very heavy. And around that area, there's a lot of pressure that she's feeling. And I hadn't told her anything about any kind of the blood in her urine or the vet appointment or anything like that. I just called her and said, hey, can you do a session with my older dog? Since that surprising first session for Abby, she's had three more. When you have these sessions, what do you want Abby to know? We just want her to know we want her to be as comfortable and happy as possible. Like, we, you, you never want to 
like we wouldn't want to end her life before she's ready uh, but we also don't want to make her suffer so um that's that's kind of our intention within I, I think she knows that Abby has things she wants her family to know too she she mostly just kind of emphasized um that she she wants us to like live in the moment and not focus on you know like the inevitable future that you know they're going to pass and it is it is what it is really it brought a sense of peace to us she she also said like she's not ready right away like she still feels bright and um she's not in constant pain and she tries to ignore it what she what she's able to tries to block it out. The conversations aren't always about Abby's health, but about the life she spent with her family. Like she she said she viewed herself as kind of a grandma watching over all the kids growing up. <laughs> so that was like very cute. We've had her, I'm 21 now, and we've had her since I was seven. So um, like my youngest brother, who's 13, we've had her his entire life. Um, so she has really been around as we've all grown up. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very sweet. It was a tearjerker for sure. <laughs> what do the animals tend to to my experience say? anyhow has been that the animals have a very different way with speaking about death than most people. That's animal communicator and energy healer, Allie Hedden. I've fortunately had quite a few animals that I've worked with that have spoken about their kind of imminent passing in a very profound and almost prophetic, like, connected way that I find very beautiful. And I, I hope that when the owners get those messages that they feel it at peace and, and you know, more... I guess, calm about things. But I, yeah, I find that animals generally want to convey that they're okay and that they're happy and that their spirit never goes. And and quite a lot of them talk about their physical body in a way where they have full understanding that the cycle of life is that their body declines. So there's uh, there's not always this attachment to like, you know, woe is me, my body's decaying. It's sort of like this understanding that that's a natural process. I had a, a dog I worked with recently, and she spoke about her death as in a way where she was reminding the owner that she is everything. So what I mean by that is she was saying to the owner, like, when you look at the sky or when you look at the stars or when you smell the flowers in the air or when a breeze blows across your face like that is also me in the sense that she was talking to that we we are all everything and everything's all connected to each other so her her spirit goes back to that place and I personally thought that was really beautiful (laughs) I think it's really beautiful too yeah. Yeah. They do say some very wise, very wise things sometimes, much wiser than us. Hedden says most animal owners who reach out when their animals are ill want to know the same thing. 
They just want to know that their animal is okay and not suffering and not in pain. And along with that, I would say that I find most people want to know if they're doing the right thing in terms of, you know, keeping an animal around potentially longer than they, than they should. Um, I find that's a concern that people quite often have is, is around the timing of things like whether, you know, they don't want their animal to be suffering and they don't want to be keeping them around for selfish reasons. Right. So, and I think within that there, you know, can be guilt involved and, and, you know, dealing with those emotions as pet as pet owners is obviously hard. Hedden says for her, the work can be difficult. It can be hard. Like I, I definitely go through maybe phases where I feel more emotionally sensitive to it than, than others. But I think I kind of align more with the way they speak about their connectivity to everything else. And that I, Maybe because when I'm in their space, I'm not feeling any fear off of them. So I kind of am taking on more of that feeling of peace also. But yeah, I'd say, you know, every maybe 30 sessions or so, I, I definitely have a good, I definitely have a good cry. <laughs> so it does happen for sure. It does happen. Still, Hedden says she's happy to be able to provide relief for animals and the people who love them. I enjoy doing it because, because I have the component of the energy work also as a form of treatment. I kind of like that, A, yes, I can provide comfort to the owner or at least explanation to the owner about how the animal is um, feeling emotionally and physically um, about things, but also I'm able to actually work on the animals and and try and give them some relief or a little boost of energy or you know some lowering of pain and and things like that. So it's kind of it's kind of nice when I get involved with one that sort of is declining and I can kind of be involved as a bit of a process so that it's like everyone just gets to be a little more comfortable as things transition. It seems to be working for Abby. We took her back to the vet maybe three months following her initial visit um, just to get a look at the tumor and see if it had grown or just just to know what was going on in there and really it hadn't progressed. I think they're impressed of how well she's still doing like we really haven't seen a ton of change in her behavior since then. You know, there's like little things here and there, but I think like for a 15 year old dog, she still runs around the yard and gets so excited when we get home and jumps up. So yeah, I don't, she, she's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I think we can do our best to read our animals and like use their body language to inform our decisions. Um, but like, I don't, I unfortunately don't have the gift to actually speak with them and know exactly what's going on in their mind. Um, so it, it really, it gives an extra sense of clarity and, you know, just peace of mind, um, knowing exactly what they're feeling and when they're ready. And, you know, you, you don't want to, you don't want to push them too far. No. 
you don't want to let them go either. Exactly. You want to do what's best for them always. It's kind of allowed our family to just like enjoy our last our last year or so with her months, um, and just just know that she's gonna show us and tell us when she's ready. And until then, we can just enjoy the moments we do have with her. Um, yeah, and just just you know spend the time that we have left with with her and make her feel as happy and comfortable as we can yeah we're just it's it's helpful for us to know that we're not pushing her past you know like you don't want to be selfish with your animals um if she's if she's ready to go i think we're we're also prepared to let her go um but it's just yeah enjoying <coughs> enjoying the last little bit with her for sure Thanks so much for listening to Rover Says. If you like the show, please rate it and share so other people who want to know how animals really think can find us. And we'd like to hear from you. Tell us what your animals are telling you or what they've told animal communicators. We drop new episodes every other Wednesday.